You're listening to Work It Mommy, where the goal is for all women to be the best versions of themselves. And if you happen to be a mom, be the best mom ever and maintain your sanity while you do it. So today, let's talk about our little ones and building healthy eating habits. This is something that I feel that all moms really want for their children, but it could also be a struggle to implement. Um, Maybe, you know, eating healthy is something that, you know, we've had a struggle with ourselves and maybe we're just kind of, we don't know where to start. So today I'm going to share just three tips that I have done that has really worked really, really well for me with my little ones. Um, They have great eating habits. I'm so thankful. And I really do feel like this has helped. Um, These are things that I have also shared with my friends and some of them have implemented and seen similar results. So um, I'm happy to share it with you. Okay, so let's get into it. Tip number one, okay? Now, this one is going to seem kind of strict. And I have to say, you know, it's better to be a little bit strict with your little ones eating habits the minute they are born. And, um, you know, as they progress and they grow up, you can always add more things. But if you're just really open, you start giving them all kinds of stuff, you know, really, really young, then that really affects their taste for food. And they may not actually have a taste for those healthy foods. And that's what we want. We want them to really crave healthy food. So to do that, my strict step number one is no sweet processed goods or candies under the age of, get this, six years old. (laughs) Yes, so my little ones, okay, and um, both of them are still really little. My eldest is like a bigger toddler, will be going into like the official kid age. And, but my other one is still just a little baby toddler. So um, this has worked though for both of them. And when I say no processed sweet goods, I mean like honey buns, you know, those processed like little, you know, um, what do you call those little cupcakes, like little Debbie's and um, basically any sort of packaged sweet food that's in like a plastic wrapper that you could get at like a convenience store or the grocery store, but just like it's high in high fructose corn syrup and like sugar is a number one ingredient and it's it wrapped in plastic, don't give them those. Um, And the reason is because they are so high in sugar, that is the type of breads because it is like a bread product, you know, that's the type of breads and the type of sweets that they will crave. And you want them to crave things like apples and oranges. So they're getting those healthy sugars instead of those unhealthy processed sugars. So I don't recommend giving your kids anything like that under the age of five years old. Now, what I don't put in that category though is like occasional little cookies so like maybe you want to give them like a chips ahoy cookie or something like that you know just like one at a time um that's okay um for me and i i did do that um especially during potty training so potty training was kind of a stage and when i would introduce them to those little sweet treats that they had never had in their entire lives because i really wanted them to be motivated to get those treats so i saved them just for the those potty training times so that, you know, they were able to see and taste, oh, this is different. How did I get more of that? So it made the potty training a lot easier. But um, so yeah, the main takeaway from this though is 
under the age of six, seven years old, don't give them any of those really prepackaged instant sweets, you know, instant baked goods, because those are also dangerous because they fill up the little baby's belly and they get that full feeling in their stomach from sweet. So it's affecting their taste buds and they're full of it. And you want them to want to fill their bellies with healthy things, not something like, oh, I could just pick up this, you know, sweet prepackaged muffin, you know, that has a ton of gluten and a ton of sugar in it. And that fills them up. You want them to have that mindset of satisfying their, their, their sweets and their hunger with healthy things. So yes, so no processed sugary um, cakes or anything like that under the age of six or seven. And now this is also too for candy. So my children really do not have candy ever for a couple of reasons. Number one, I don't have time for them to rot out those little baby teeth that are very prone to rotting because they are so thin and they're just baby teeth, right? does not take much to mess those up. I don't want them to have to be going to the dentist all the time. Um, and I understood that those um, baby teeth are very prone to getting um, decay and things like that. So I just didn't want to take the risk because sometimes, let's face it, as parents, we're so busy, sometimes we forget to brush our baby's teeth. And so if they've had sugar, it does not take long with those baby teeth for them to rot out. If you go a day, you know, or maybe you go a day and you forget to brush them. And then, you know, a couple of weeks later, you go three days, you forget to brush them. Especially when you have multiple kids, it's very easy to do, as you know. So um, my kids, they do not have um, candies only on special occasions. Like if there's a kid party or something like that, and it was there, I give them teeny tiny little bits. Um, but the candy is just an absolute no, because then... They're going to be bugging you all the time for candy. And so remember, my whole thing here on Work It Mommy is eliminating stress, eliminating sanity. And basically, one really big way to do that is by being very picky about what you introduce to your children. And so for me, just eliminating that altogether, just like not even doing it is just so much easier. I don't have them bugging me for stuff all the time that they're not supposed to have because they don't even know what it is. So easy. Okay. Um, so let's move on to the number two tip, the number two thing that I have done. And I've learned this from listening to other podcasts and like what, you know, a lot of um, child specialists recommend as well. So this isn't just like me. This is also like things that I've learned um, in my motherhood journey. Um, and that is to prepare a variety of foods and introduce them into a variety of foods. So like very young, you know, I gave my babies like Indian food, you know, and like Chinese food, but like not, you know, your traditional like takeout Chinese food, like authentic Chinese food and just a wide variety like Korean food, you know, there's lots of good healthy things that are found in a lot of different cultural foods, especially if you stick with like the veggies and like, you know, minimal meat and carbs, you can really do a lot there. So that gives them a very um, wide um, palette of taste. And that's really good for them because then they will want to try all types of different food and they won't just say, mom, I only want pizza or I won't only want spaghetti. You know, you won't have to have issues like that. And that has worked out really well. I mean, with both of them, I want to say they were probably just a couple months old when they both started um, tasting international foods. And then like my own um, foods, different foods that I make, you know, I do like um, some Southern foods, you know, stuff like that. It's just kind of like my 
background and like my heritage. So um, all that type of stuff, you know, just introduce them to a wide variety of foods. Sometimes I see moms like, and it's hard, I know, and it has been very hard, especially now with the pandemic, but they'll get like the pre-made, you know, meals. And it's just like, you know, macaroni and um, chicken nuggets and process stuff like that and then the kids because they have it so much that's all they want so then you try to go out to a restaurant and order off the menu well mac and cheese isn't available or chicken nuggets isn't available but that's all they want you know but and that's only because it's all they've been introduced to so from the jump i mean once they start getting teeth start giving them all types of different foods international foods healthy foods stews lentils you know any type of different cultures the african food, island food, you know, Latina food, everything, everything, give them all those beautiful different types of foods and flavors. And that is going to help them develop a really good taste and a liking for all different types of food because mama loves it all. Okay. (laughs) All right. So then the third tip that I have is when you first introduce your child to solid foods, I actually start out so most kids start like around three months getting little bits of solid food, right? Right whenever they start getting teeth and that's a little bit different for every baby. I make it a point at that stage to only introduce at that point up until they're like, you know, maybe nine months and above. I only give them veggies and fruit with no seasoning on it, just steam it. Okay, just steam them some broccoli, give them apples, give them oranges, okay, give them a banana, give them uh, carrot sticks. Celery is an excellent one to give your baby because it has a lot of fiber in it too. It keeps that digestive tract nice and healthy. And those actually fibers in celery help to also build really good, strong digestion. So give them those little things. And with the celery, that one is one that they kind of take it and they'll just chew on it all day. You might think, "Mm, are they? getting anything out of that they are celery is very good for kids so little things like that and don't even give them like um you know dressing with it like sometimes we'll give them you know um carrots and celery and we'll give them a side of ranch dressing with it don't even do that just let them get used to just tasting simple raw vegetables and fruit so they can really get the taste for raw fruits and veggies so that they like it remember This is a turning point in life where we are introducing them to food. You know, of course they have had food in our bellies and that's a thing that I'm gonna touch on in a second. But once they're out of the belly and they have teeth, we are able to build, we can do this. This is in our powers, mommies. We can build them to have a taste for those foods by what we introduce to them. So I know it's hard. You may be so tired when they're a toddler or a baby and they're transitioning into food. Give them only these type of simple foods. Don't just hand them a McDonald's hamburger, you know, even though they could gum that at maybe five or six months old and sure that, you know, they can get it down. But is that the type of food introduction that you want them to have? Because then that's all they're going to want. Then as a seven or eight year old, you're going to have to start breaking all those habits. And then what does that cause? More stress and more anxiety for you. Okay, but then again, we kind of did it to ourselves if we didn't do a good job with the foods that we introduced. So just do it right from the beginning. Just do it as good as you can from the beginning. Then you don't even have to worry about that. Okay, so again, the minute they get teeth, 
make sure that you introduce them to simple fruits and veggies without a lot of seasoning. Don't season it to death. Don't cook it to death. Give them some raw fruits and veggies. And that is also going to help them grow. So they're getting, when they eat those raw fruits and veggies, right? They're getting trace minerals. They're getting vitamin D, vitamin C. Did you know that broccoli even has more nutritional value than milk? Okay. It has more calcium than milk. Okay, so making sure they get those raw veggies, I just can't stress the importance of it enough. And even too, you could take it a step further before they get teeth and you could make your own baby food. That was something that I did simply with my Nutribullet. I didn't even buy all those expensive baby food makers. All you need is a Nutribullet. You can make it by the ton. You could freeze it like whatever. Uh, had my own little glass jars that I put it in and everything. And it was super easy. Okay, it was just so easy. It's not hard. I promise you. Okay. And even though it is hard, just think about it. You want to persevere for your child. You want to do the best for your baby, even though it kills us. I know it's a lot of work, but you can do it. Okay. Now, the other thing that I want to touch on with, again, because we're talking about building that good taste for food, building good eating habits in our little ones is when you are pregnant. Okay, making sure you eat a variety of foods and healthy foods. Now that is hard to do. I suffered so much with morning sickness, guys. I had constant nausea my entire pregnancies for both pregnancies. And I had so much nausea that I actually was still throwing up with morning sickness after I delivered my babies. That is how much, okay, my stuff was out of whack. So I know it is very difficult to get all your foods in when you're pregnant. It's challenging. But hone in on what you can eat. If you can hold down some apples, pound the apples away. You know, um, if, you know, Indian food agrees with you when you're pregnant, for some reason, I couldn't have like certain cereals, but I could pound away the Indian food. And so I did, you know, and I would search out like a lot of the um, vegetarian Indian food. I would always make sure because they always offer that lovely raw onion with Indian food. And I could down that for some reason that didn't make me nauseous. And I would have like, you know, my grilled um, tandoori dory chicken with some lentils with some raw onion on the top and I would just pound it they hated to see me coming at the buffet because I'm like look I can eat this and this stuff is decent for my baby I'm pounding okay so pound what you can get in and make sure what you are getting in is healthy another one that was great for me is oatmeal I would pound it when that when my babies were in my bellies because Oatmeal is great for uh, brain development because it has the raw form of folic acid. You're getting foliate from food. That is so powerful for brain development. So pound that. That was my snack. Every time I was hungry, instead of picking up something unhealthy, like, you know, whatever, a processed sweet good, I just be like, you know what, I'm going to have oatmeal with brown sugar. That's going to be my sweet indulgence or my just random snack when I'm starving. Um, and I would even send my husband to make it in the middle of the night when I was like starving. Because <laughs> when you're pregnant, you also get hungry in the middle of the night. So Guys, this has really helped me. And so then I feel like when my babies came out and um, from talking with different moms and, you know, reading um, books and listening to podcasts and things, this seems to be a trend that I have noticed that the women who do have those good eating habits in the belly, when the baby comes out, they have a better appetite. Okay, so 
I know the morning sickness is not easy, uh, but just try to push through it, you know, get in as much as you can and make sure what you do get in is healthy. Think of your own health, okay? Because if you're eating good things, you're gonna have a better recovery after you're gonna heal faster because your body's got all those vitamins it needs to replenish itself because you've been eating healthy. And two, remember, we are growing a baby, right? So you ever grow a plant, you know, um, when you have a plant, maybe you you don't have good soil and you like put some nice natural organic fertilizer, maybe some banana peels in that soil and the soil gets nice and black and then that plant soaks it up and takes it in and it just starts to thrive. Our babies are doing the same thing. They need healthy food in your belly to thrive, to develop, develop those little arms and legs and that brain, okay? So make sure you avoid those yucky foods and get in as much as you can healthy while that baby is in your belly. They're going to have a better appetite for food when they come out, okay? All right, ladies. I really hope that this information has been helpful to you, okay? This is stuff that, you know, I kind of just like to do my own self-experiments with my body for, you know, based on things that I have read, you know, from reputable places, scientific studies, and then implement it. And I notice when I actually do do things that have been, you know, studied and researched, and then I have like other people's like actual personal experience to draw on they work. It works. Okay. So um, I hope that this information is something that you can use and help you get those really good eating habits in your baby. And thank you so much for listening to Working Mommy. Have a great day and I'll see you in the next episode.